Good evening. This is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency anytime that I'm on air or anytime that I'm speaking, you're always there. I'm so grateful and so appreciative and always in prayer that you are being ever more inspired, ever more motivated, ever more encouraged, ever more of the more that you truly are. <laughs> anytime I come to the airways, I am always speaking to the issues of our liberation, our resurrection, the prerequisites for our being qualified for continuance in existence. And it is about living in the light, standing in the reality of being in the presence of that absolute and supreme intelligence whose intelligence is all there is as existence itself. For the light is the only victory possible, the only, only sovereignty over the darkness, the chaos, the sickness, the oblivion, the gloom, that which is the world-conquering rampage to have us divided and conquered so that we, as a global humanity, are no longer properly oriented in realizing the oneness that we already are in. And we have to be reminded that our lives are our gifts and there is no greater gift that we who live in this now moment are the beneficiaries of the gifts and the lives and the sacrifices, the realizations, the revelations, the epiphanies, the victories, the triumphs, the service, the labor, the ingenuity, the talent, the skills, the abilities, the wisdoms, the intellectual property of so many ones that we would never be able to name all of the ones who, whose lives are already benefiting us. The issue for us is to be in a place where we are intensely intentional in being the ones that we are and laying foundation for our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, and all of those who've yet to come on behalf of all of those who have come before us and the ones that we've come through. So even though we have our individual trials and triumphs and victories and challenges. There is absolute law that governs all of life itself. Absolute law that lays foundation for the peace, the delight, the joy, the rejoicing, the healing, the wholeness, the salvation, the deliverance. And as we are intensely intentional in being completely cleared of our violations, our transgressions, our trespasses, and to be in a place where we are consistently letting all that stuff roll off of us like water off a duck's back, to be in a place where our hearts are getting lighter and lighter so that we are responding correctly and directly to what the need is in our now moment, which is to be truly revivified in the light of the truth of the all that we each are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of that absolute and supreme intelligence whose intelligence is absolute and supreme. It is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. 
It is all pervasive. It is ever present. It fills all spaces. And we are each so gifted and so blessed to dwell in the reality of its presence. And being present as its presence. Being very mindful that we are these points of that presence is that which allows us to stay focused, to get focused, stay focused, and be in a place where each and every day we are truly progressing in uncovering, self-discovering, self-realizing, self-actualizing, and being harmonized within the will of existence, following the laws of existence, exalting a full life's urge, mastering ourselves and our emotions and our lusts and desires and passions and whatnot, we are upon the planet to have the experience of evolutionary soul development while we are on the planet so that when we're leaving the planet, we have graduated the class of Earth residency. We need not continue to feel as though the only um, thing that we have to look forward to is the continuous cycle of birth, death, and rebirth, and having to die each time we live so that we can come and live again and go through that whole process again, when the reality for us is that we are already present with lifetimes of experience, lifetimes of challenge, and now it's time for us to understand how to invoke and call forth the strength of those life's lessons, to be able to truly be benefited in those, by those lessons in this now moment, to realize that there is a real eye, an absolute eye that sees through every eye and that our practicing should not be a practicing of death and disease but the practicing of dwelling in the presence of the absolute, the practice of being present within the presence of the absolute and caring to fulfill duty, obligation, and responsibility in shaping ourselves, our character, our virtues, to be harmonious with who we are as these points of the presence of the absolute. And for whatever our situations and circumstances are in this now moment, we've all had something to do with it. And we may have had help in creating whatever we are experiencing, but the reality for us is that we shouldn't be in a place where we allow the situation and circumstance to bear heavy on us so that we have forgotten or we are in a momentary uh, lapse of acknowledging dwelling in the presence of the absolute and understanding that our blessing is the gift of being present in the presence of the absolute. And that requires a conscious care to dwell there, to lift your mind there, to turn things off that discourage you and 
oppress you and suppress you and depress you and put you in a vibration where you are attuned to all of the degradation and the deprivation and the starvation and the killing and the murder and the violations and whatnot because the more you focus on all of that then it becomes very difficult for you to really acknowledge the order of existence when you are focusing on all of the disorder and it matters our perspective because as these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence we dwell on this massive spaceship called Mother Earth but as big as she is she is only as big as the period at the end of a sentence in relationship to the rest of all there is as existence itself and so for whatever the chaos and disorder that we may see from the limited frame of reference that we have while we're on the planet, we are at the same time immersed in nothing but absolute order and law. And there's much more of that order and law than there is chaos. And the chaos only exists as a result of the violation of the law and the order and that it will not continue indefinitely because everything has to come to order. And we all have the opportunity to participate in being ordered as we consciously seek to do the clearing, the cleansing, the purification, so that we are cellularly liberated as the methodology of oppression has been to oppress us at our cellular functioning, being made out of trillions of cells that are water-based and intelligence. And intelligence has its own perfection. And in order for us to have leverage over situations and circumstances and conditions and a world conquering rampage that is depopulation and divisiveness and genocide and whatnot, then we have to be very, very mindful, very intensely intentional in focusing on the absolute reality as opposed to our being consistently drawn into the temporary the temporal, the corporal, that which will find its end. And for those of us who are in maturity, and even those who have not come to maturity, based upon how we're living on a day-to-day basis, we are laying foundation for not only the substance and the quality of our lives or the lack thereof, we are laying foundation for how we are leaving the planet also. And we all recognize that leaving the planet is destiny, but we are not all necessarily realizing that we should not be leaving the planet through the doors of death, per se. And this is a very key component of where we have to consider things because we may have already lived over half our lives. And if we have not been living exalting a full life's urge, if we have not been focused on dwelling in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence, if we have not been mindful of the oneness of existence and the oneness of humanity, regardless of hue of people and ethnicity and religious orientation and socialization and education and um, economics and whatnot, if we have been distracted and have been divided within ourselves and undermining ourselves, 
then we've got to come to a point where we, if we care, and I do care, I care for me, I care for you too, understand that we are coming to a point where we are gaining greater and greater inspiration, motivation, strength, and determination to be in a place where we are truly living, exalting a full life's urge, doing nothing to undermine ourselves, consciously caring to invest in ourselves and in investing in ourselves. We are no longer participating in the anesthetization, inebriation, intoxication, and the violation of our own bloodstream and our own body temples. That this is the way that we are able to affect the greatest uh, or ec most expeditious harmonization that's possible without having to spend tens of thousands of dollars in air, air airplane um, tickets and conferencing and workshops and all of that because the bottom line is that wherever we are, we always have the opportunity with each and every breath and every beat of our hearts to attune ourselves to that which beats our hearts and that which breathes us. We have so much confusion going on in that I have kind of had several conversations with people over the, these last few days since I was on air uh, Monday night, Tuesday, before day. And people are online doing all of this research and still being in a state of confusion as to what they should do for themselves. And so when we care to really know the truth and, and see, it, we have to set a precedent because you can spend so much time reading and reading and reading and reading other people's thoughts and opinions and theories and all of that, but it is going to be the greater good of you where you are wholeheartedly, absolutely committed to absolute truth. And you are on fire for absolute truth. Because we were told to know the truth and the truth would make us free. And that is not the same as doing all kinds of research and having all kinds of information and knowledge. Seeking education is not the same thing as having a wholehearted desire for absolute truth. Doing research online is not the same thing as having a wholehearted, intensely intentional, uncompromising, unwavering desire for absolute truth. Because that energy of, 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 of desire for the truth gives you a whole nother degree of opportunity to come to that which is the truth, as opposed to just coming into other people's research and information and depending upon their ability to make the proper references or inferences for whatever information or knowledge or education that they themselves pursued. And they may not have ever pursued the absolute truth. So we're in a place now where it matters what we're asking for. It matters what we're seeking. It matters what we're attuning ourselves to. And that's why I make it my business that when I come to these airways, I am not coming to deal with just all of the foolishness of the politics and all of this, even though I am consciously seeking to connect the dots between the politics 
and the lawlessness and the amount of sickness, illness, and disease that we are experiencing as a global humanity as a result of we having so many ones who are vying for selection and election as government, but they have not applied themselves to the absolute truth, the absolute truth in terms of what the purpose of being on the planet is, the absolute truth as to who they are upon the planet and what their greater gifts are in terms of knowing the will of existence that we all have purpose in creating, facilitating, and participating with the wholeness of existence itself. Nobody is authorized by the intelligence of existence or the creator's will to be the legislators and perpetuators of sickness, illness, disease, and death as livelihood. This should not be our contribution to this life by as a generation to have been complicit and complacent with our own genocide because we refuse to clean ourselves up. We refuse to exalt a full life's urge. We refuse to transcend, transform, and transmute situations and circumstances circumstances into our greater good by coming to a point where we were intensely intentional in being restored, in being completely cleared and cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, revivified, and resurrected as these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence. And we cannot wait and depend upon those who are out of alignment, those who have not shown that they have any real love and care for the law. We cannot depend upon those those who are in government and those who are in education and those who are upholding the churches and those ones who are out of alignment, we cannot look to them for that which is guidance to, towards being restored in the light of the truth of that which we truly are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of absolute and supreme intelligence. So I am consciously sharing with those who will reach for me for life support to remind them that you are first a spirit that dwells in that body and you are here to align yourself with the laws of God, the ways of God, the virtue and characters of God so that you can be who you are as the God or goddess that dwells in that temple. We are not here as eating machines. We are not here to indulge ourselves in every wickedness that is possible so that at the end of 40, 50, 60, 70 years of being in the path of adulteration, then there's nothing of us left. That is not destiny. That's the tragic date with fate as a result of being programmed and miseducated, disoriented towards the purposes of existence itself. And so where we consciously seek to be whole, where we consciously seek to be healed, where we consciously seek to be in a place and space where our life has real purpose, it has real substance, it has real uh, meaning and significance in our now moment to honor and glorify that which is beating our hearts and that which is breathing us on behalf of those whose gene genealogy we have inherited. You understand? See, our genetic inheritance in our DNA is where the root of our prosperity really lies. 
And because we have been socialized to feed off the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, artificially colored, artificially flavored, NutraSweet, MSG, Aspartame, Equal, Splenda, white sugar, alcohol, tobacco, bear, all of this stuff, it puts us on a DNA lockdown where we are not able to access the fullness of the gifts that we have come into this world with. And so as we are doing the cellular clearing, cleansing, and purification so that we are working consciously, harmoniously towards our own liberation as whole beings directly, Then we have to consecrate ourselves towards the purposes of existence. It is not enough to be scared by what the doctors have said in the diagnosis and be uh, filled to a disdain because you're on so many meds and you're just tired of being on meds. See, that will motivate you to change your life, but it is not necessarily going to be enough to give you that you need in order to do your due diligence on a daily basis in clearing, cleansing, purifying, renewing, consecrating, which is the commitment you're making to walk in the light of the truth of the absolute and supreme intelligence that you indeed are. Because everything don't get you the same thing when we're dealing with absolute law. It matters what you're asking for. It matters what you have a value for. And when we don't have a value for ourselves, except by virtue of the things that man has made that we can possess or that we can add to ourselves, add to our resumes, add to our bank account, our net worth. That is what is part of the issue in terms of we're not being supported in self-unfoldment, self-actualization, our not being properly educated to have an understanding and an understanding as to what the purpose of being on the planet is. This is why we have to Commit ourselves wholeheartedly with each and every breath and every beat of our hearts towards being fully realigned and reattuned to the laws of existence directly. Because this is where the clearing, the cleansing, the purification, this is where the healing, this is where the happiness, this is where the delight and the joy and the prosperity, this is where the focus comes, this is where the maturation and the maturity and real eldership and wisdom and light. This is the path to our deliverance after being under siege for generations. In order to be successful in this life, you have to come into the integrity of your true self. There are those who have made it their business to shape our understanding about what success is, about setting goals and having a plan and following the plan and doing business and and all of that. And people do all of that without ever having made commitments to really honoring and glorifying the intelligence of themselves. We can get through school and get through college and get through all of these other supposedly higher echelons of education and matriculation in the educational system that never properly oriented us as to who and what we are as human beings, what is our capacity, what are our capabilities, and how do we have optimum cellular functioning so that we are able to tap the 100% of our brain capacity. Nobody has properly oriented us in fulfilling duty, obligation, and 
responsibility in self-actualizing. And so we have to do this for ourselves. And there is so much available to us now. So many ones who are making their realizations, their revelations, their epiphanies, their information and whatnot available. But it is still going to be based upon your own inner work, your own clearing, your own cleansing, your own purification, your kicking everybody out of your body temple that does not belong there in terms of the amount of nitrates and nitrites and BHA and BHT and all of the chemicals and all of the worms and the parasites and the organisms and the viruses and the bacteria and all of those things that have set up their living in your body temple. Insulated in all of the excess mucus and all of the fat in all of the excess waste. And we have to be willing to get to the essence of ourselves, willing and caring to come to our most potent selves, our most powerful selves, our most dynamic selves, our most divine selves, in order to truly be successful here, based upon being under a world-conquering rampage that is genocide, that is divisiveness, then we cannot do anything against ourselves or anybody else. We can no longer feel entitled to support the violation of other beings and then feed off their body parts and think that we, because we like how that makes us feel, it gives us some girth and some, some heaviness and some muscle and some fullness. It is no justification for why it is that you would bring violation and charge that violation upon your own bloodstream. And I know that there are those, and I've talked to some of the youth this week, who are like not feeling that there is any law. You understand? And that's the trick. To put us in position where you think that because you're doing research online and you can find that other people's research that justifies why you should be eating the flesh of a dead animal, that that is the truth. And that's why I'm saying is that we have to have a wholehearted desire for the truth and to know that the truth is not going to undermine us in the long run. And to know that information, knowledge, and belief systems and whatnot are not sufficient for our wholeness and our healing. That the commitment towards wholeness and healing has to be there not just to information. The commitment to law has to be there. The commitment to light has to be there. The commitment to truth has to be there. The commitment to cleansing and being cleared spiritually, emotionally, and mentally has to be there. We are whole beings. We are not just body parts. And the whole is greater than the parts, the sum of the parts. So it matters your orientation. It matters what you're asking for. It matters what you're saying into yourselves. It matters that you are in a place mentally and spiritually and emotionally where it matters to you. That you walk in the fullness of the all that you are as living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of absolute and supreme intelligence. And that you are willing to do whatever it takes to be an honor and a glory to the lineages that you represent on behalf of the intelligence that beats your heart and that breathes you in alignment 
with that which is necessary for our true salvation and deliverance in our now moment of eternity. You're in tune to Thursday Night Watch, the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection. Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the inner circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. And for those of you who are tuned in via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us in any other place on the planet. We are in a now moment of eternity. It requires us to take some time to understand the seasons that we're in, not just in terms of the uh, spring, winter, fall, and this being the winter, the woodshedding, the time for us to slow it down, to still ourselves, to go deeper, to reach higher, to get clear about what really matters to us, to be in a place and space where we have, we have more time. We take the time to realize that we are the ones who are creating our reality. And if we are not really happy with what is showing up, then we have the opportunity to do something about it physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, our love relationships, our finances, our money, all of it. And we have so much confronting us in terms of our global humanity and the massive seemingly insanity that there is, but there is absolute reality that I am always exalting as our commonality, as our common unity, as our refuge and our salvation, as that which is beyond all of the things, the circumstances, the situations, everything that man can create and all of the toxicity, all of the poison, all of the sickness, the illness, disease, the degradation, there is still absolute Reality that is an absolute and supreme intelligence that is guiding us. It has the world, the earth in flotation and rotation, the sun blazing, and this massive, ever-expanding reality that is cosmic, beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And we are destined to leave the planet at some point in time. And we are seeing how people are leaving right and left, or we think that they're leaving, but people are dying. And this is the issue that I am always bringing us to, that we should not be dying because we already dwell in the reality of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. It is blazing the sun. It has the world spinning. It has created this phenomenal reality that is life, that stems from all of the elements that are seen, unseen, known and unknown, and its will, its way, its light, its love, its law is always triumphant so that when we align ourselves with it, when we consciously take responsibility to remember that that's how blessed we are, 
being in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence, being these points of presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence, and knowing that we have the opportunity to reclaim ourselves, to realign ourselves, to be cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified, and completely resurrected in the light of the truth of the all that we each are as living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme presence whose presence is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, which would make us immortal already. And so here I am, after 17 years of appreciating, loving, and appreciating the opportunity to come before our community that is in the hearing of 100,000 watts of power, how many of the miles that is around this place, but but to realize that there are those of you who've been listening to me the entire time, those of you who kind of get in and get out, those of you who really appreciate love everything that I'm doing and everything that I'm saying, but you need more, <laughs> more inspiration, more motivation, more discipline, more. And I pray consistently to be more that you are praying consistently to be the more that you are because our global stance right now as individuals, as families, as communities, as a global community, it matters how we are standing. It matters what we are walking with. It matters that we care to shine. It matters that we realize that all of the situations and circumstances are literally situations and circumstances. They are not our truth. And that the situations and circumstances, they change. As Kim says, it's only a matter of time. (laughs) And so when we align ourselves with the reality that there is timelessness, that there is eternity, then we begin to use the reality of time to our greater good when we don't get caught up in wasting time, in misusing time, in misusing the gifts that we've been given, our life force, our energy, our ability to imagine what it is we allow ourselves to pay attention to. We have responsibility, duty, and obligation to exalt a full life's urge. When people say, oh, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I want to find out what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know what my purpose is. And after 40, 50 years of that, come on, y'all. We're supposed to be loving our lives. We're supposed to be loving that which beats our heart and breathes us, that which maintains and sustains us, that which is source of all of us, loving it with our whole body, heart, mind, soul, with all of our might, honoring the gift of life that we have been given so that we do nothing to undermine ourselves, ourselves, or anyone else. That's what we're supposed to be doing. And as we do that and come to the degree of consistency over time in coming into greater degrees of care, coming into greater degrees of of compassion and mercy and forgiveness and respect, honor, duty, the ability to respond correctly and directly in any now moment, to understand that we who are men, the progenitor of lineages, and we who are wombed men, the perpetuator of lineages, we are supposed to be loving life, exalting life, laying a greater foundation for our children, our grandchildren, our great-grands, and all of those who have come 
to the glory of those who've come before us, those who've gifted us. We are the beneficiaries of the gifts and the intellectual property and the labor and the service and the creativity and all of that which we are benefiting from. And we don't even know the names of all of the people who have contributed to us. And come 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 80 years, 100 years, 150 years, 200 years from now, people will probably not know our names either. And the time is passing quickly. And so each generation is blessed to come to a point and place that in maturity, we have the opportunity to set the precedent for that which is going to secure our destiny, that which will secure our lineages, that which will secure our legacy. And to be totally mindless about it, to be thoughtless about it, to not consider it. And then to spend so much time considering the stats and of the ball players and the golfers and the sports and the entertainers and all of this. And then you're missing your life being distracted with those who are so busy playing games and entertaining you to your own detriment. We're in a now moment where we have the opportunity to get right. You hear the old people say, you better get right with God. <laughs> and I'm saying that the God, God is law. God is life. God is love. God is the peace that, and the truth and that which is always exalting, that which is best for absolutely everything, everywhere, everyone at all times, beyond circumstance and situation. So we have the opportunity to align ourselves with the light that is the only sovereignty over the darkness, the dimness, the sickness, the oblivion, the gloom, that which we have seen in progression and the progression of errors. And these people pride themselves because they have all this education, they got all this money, they have all this investments and all of these things, but they are still in error. What is the progression? And then for those of us who are affected by those who are in error, not to care, to be empowered, that's a tragedy. Because in this day and time, you need to be empowered Empowered to think a greater thought, empowered to exalt a full life's urge, empowered to know what to do on a daily basis to cleanse and purify, to sanctify, to consecrate your body temple so the true spirit of the living God and goddess can be completely re-enthroned as your reality. You need to be empowered to walk in the light of the truth of the all that you are as this living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is is our gift. And we should have been rightly oriented to understand that that's what we're supposed to be doing. But to be under the misorientation and the disorientation and the miseducation and the confusion and the progression of error, then yes, it matters what you're seeking. It matters what you're asking for. It matters what you're paying attention to. And it matters that you love yourself enough as the gift that you have received from this absolute and supreme intelligence where you will respect it. You will honor it. You will do everything to facilitate optimum cellular functioning just like you'll take care of your brain 
brand new car or your old car or whatever the things you have worked so hard for to try to keep them running. But you yourself and those who have come through you are greater than anything that you can have. So how could you think to pay more attention to the operational functioning of your car than your body temple? Because that's the kind of distraction that we're under under the capitalistic system of oppression, suppression, disease, degradation, disinterest, dissatisfaction, discontent, and all this disenergy. And after a while, everybody will soon cease to exist. But the, the tragedy is that they never really lived after all of that. That when you spend your life exalting your right to be killing yourself, if you spend your life exalting your right to die because you have to die from something, then by the end, by the time you meet that tragic date with fate, you really never truly lived. Because there's a truth as to what living is. And it's beyond just existing, just breathing. And we have the opportunity now to quantify, qualify, to decide as to the quality of life, the quality of living, the quality of loving, the quality of being that we will apply ourselves to. And it's a gracious opportunity to be able to respond correctly and directly to what's needed in any now moment. I think that that is the foundation of wisdom. And those of us who are the sons and daughters, the grandsons and granddaughters, the great-grandsons and great-granddaughters, the great-great-great-grandsons and the great-great-great-granddaughters and the great-great-great-great-great and the great-great-great-great-great-grandsons and the great-great... You understand that we have the responsibility to exalt our greatness. And the greatness may be in simplicity. It doesn't... It's not really complicated. It is in the integrity of our humanity and the consciousness and the conscientiousness of our and how we exemplify and exalt duty, obligation, and responsibility in being these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence. Our greatness is by virtue of how we have taken time to self-actualize and self-realize and harmonize with the will of existence, the ways of existence, the laws of existence, and to really be loving in this life. Because love is not an emotional thing as it is absolute law. And the movement of the earth and the rotation and the flotation and the movement of the waves and the oceans and all of what we have the opportunity to experience from one continent and shore to the next all over the planet. We are upheld by this absolute and supreme intelligence. We are already in heaven. We do not have to die to go there. And we do have the right to take responsibility to do the damage control for when we were not conscientious about how poisonous or uh, how, uh, how much non-food there is that we have given our children and our grandchildren. We got to clean this stuff up because what I know 
is that whether you realize it or not, whether you've been diagnosed or not, if you've been feeding off the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, artificially colored, artificially flavored, doing all kinds of NutraSweet and Aspartame and Equal and white sugar, degerminated, bleached, box cereals, microwaving, all of this stuff, the disease is already there. It's in formation. And if your children have been exposed to all of this, the disease is already starting. And so we don't want to wait until you're diagnosed for a thing. You don't, you don't want to, to continue to go on as if you have not been told, you've not been warned, you've not heard, you are not aware. Because in order to come into light, you have to use the light that you have. You have to care, use the care that you have so that you are able to be supported in your wholeness, in your healing, in your unfoldment, in your being all that you are, because you are a gift here and your life is a gift here. And those of us who are sharing this now moment of eternity, those of us who have had the opportunity to meet eye to eye, heart to heart, mind to mind, soul to soul, that connectedness is a gift here. But how many of you care? How much do you care to live your life honoring the relationships that you have been given opportunity to have? To really be in the appreciation and the gratitude. The reverence and the respect. See, worship is love. It's not what you do one day and then you go and start killing people and then you go back to church and and you pray for glory and victory in your battle. The glory and the victory comes in the triumph of absolute love is your reality. The glory and the victory comes when light has triumphed as your reality and you can see the consequences of your own choices. You're not in the dark. See, those who are in the dark, they can't see. They can't guesstimate or estimate what their choices and what the consequences of what they do daily, which is why we got all of this garbage, all of this stuff that's happening because those ones who felt like they had the right by virtue of their education and their assignments and this and that, but they did did not have the light. That allows your contribution. To truly. Be of a benefit and a blessedness. To the world. This now moment in which we're living is so powerful and so auspicious because those who have not really factored the God factor into it, <laughs> you understand, they, they feel as though everybody other than them is, is less than them. Those ones who are exalting their supremacy because they, they've got money, they've got this, they've done that, they've been there, they've done... Your experience does not constitute 
your right to be wicked. Your money does not give you the authority to be evil. Your sense of entitlement because of what your grandparents and your great-grandparents and your great-grandparents did and where their money came from in terms of old money in America from slaves and oil and alcohol and tobacco and beef and pork and chicken and, and fish and now the pharmaceuticals and the drug industries and all of that, all of that that you got your money in working towards the detriment of people, it is going to be compounded in the death of you. The law is exacting. When you invest in sickness, illness, disease, and death, your harvest will go, is going to be sickness, illness, disease, and death. Not just the ones who, who you supported as a result of them buying your products. But in terms of what you have actually done. How you used or misused or abused your intelligence, the access that you have to the intelligence of existence, to the hearts and the minds and the lives of other ones. Life is precious. The 20 billion creatures that are being slaughtered on an annual basis, their lives are still precious. The earth and, and her order and her and her seasons and her changes and and all of her temperate zones and all of that the earth is still very precious and for those of us to live upon her and not give a damn about it we'll soon be off but mother earth is still gonna be here and the intelligence of existence is so intelligent that it knows how to perpetuate itself and it will continue to perpetuate itself. The issue is, will you be that intelligent to know how to be continued in existence upon the planet and to have come to that degree of consistent application to the laws of existence, the love of existence and the integrity of your being to be who you are is this point of the presence of the absolute so that you have secured your destiny beyond the planet. As a living being, not as a dead person. And so our lives are a gift and it's more, there's more to it than just struggling, working, slaving, dying. We're here to master ourselves our desires, our passions, to come to a point where we are always conscious and conscientious about how we be here, the substance of our being. You don't have to be a college graduate to respect yourself, to love yourself, to honor and respect the lineages that you represent. You don't even have to be able to read to do that. You understand the world isn't going to hell about it because of those who can't read. And yes, it's good for people to be literate where they can read and they can experience 
you know, other one's experience and other one's thoughts and opinions and, and all of that. But reading and exposing oneself to other people's thoughts, opinions, and, and theories does not necessarily quantify and qualify. One. To be continued in existence, it does not necessarily enhance one and enrich one and inspire one and motivate one to be completely committed body, heart, mind, life, and soul to life itself, to the intelligence of existence itself. We all have so many books written by so many ones. And it's so many thoughts and so many opinions and so many religions and so many things but what you think on a daily basis, what you say into yourselves, how you handle yourself in situations and circumstances, how you be, all of this is going to be much more enhancing, enriching, or not in your life. So what you give your time and attention to matters but everything doesn't get you the same thing so where you are consciously caring to be wise where you are consciously caring to be harmonized in the truth and the integrity of the sanctity and the sacredness and the divinity of the divinity of your being then you would care to be in the laws of love forgiveness the humility that does not exempt you from being powerful being potent being effective being influential being wealthy financially you understand how we take full advantage of the gifts that we have been given we have to decide what we're living for because you will never ever have anything that is greater than who and what you already are there's nothing that man has made that adds to the substance of you it is by virtue of the true substance of you where you are able to attract greater ones experiences and yes you can have money you've probably had so much money already the issue is is that what do you have the love and the care and the passion to be living for? Because there are those who are on point. And everything they do, they do from a centeredness in terms of how and what kind of value that they are contributing back to the world. And they prosper because they have that intention, because they apply themselves. To loving and serving and giving and honoring and respecting and reverencing and appreciate loving and appreciating. And at some point in time, you're going to be held accountable for knowing the truth, loving the truth, standing in the truth, and understanding that that is your 
protection from the liars and the and the usurpers and the bastardizers and those who are in error is you get into the truth of who you be as this living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of this absolute and supreme reality that is all there is as existence itself because its way, its will, its love, its light, its truth is always triumphant and victorious we don't have to battle and we don't have to struggle but we do have to surrender and we have to cleanse in order to be healed and we have to be healed in order to truly know how to serve and we have to serve in order to really be in the fullness of our blessedness our health our wealth our prosperity and creating that which is our true legacy and destiny You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection.